Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show fully in their life and their career. And we are going straight into our topic for this episode. And today's topic was suggested by one of our Lose Your Cravings Patreon community members, Sharon. Now, as a member of the Lose Your Cravings Patreon community, you not only get to suggest topic episodes or topics for the episode, but you also get monthly workshops and talks and behind the scenes tips to help you reduce your cravings for good. If you are interested in joining and supporting the podcast, head on over to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash lose your cravings. Now, Sharon wanted me to talk about persistent cravings. So today is all about conquering persistent cravings. Now, as I was writing notes for this, I realized that this is much longer than a 15-minute episode. So I actually have broken this into two episodes. Um, So this is part one, and then the following week, I will have part two. So today we're going to kind of lay the groundwork of like, what are cravings? Where do they come from? Why do we have them? How does it affect our body? And we're going to get into the habit loop. And then the following week, we're going to talk about like, okay, what are the strategies? Actually, I have four strategies that I'm going to share with you next week. So you'll make sure you listen to both episodes, right? Just to get that complete information. Um, So we are talking about conquering persistent cravings you know those cravings that just won't go away like no matter how hard you try and resist them they keep nagging at you they are obsessive and it seems like the only way to get rid of them is to give into them and eat the food right so let's start by acknowledging hey first of all you are not alone If this, if you are struggling with cravings, you are in the right place and you are not alone. I have struggled with cravings and many of the clients I work with have struggled with cravings. So let's, let's start deconstructing a craving and see what's going on. And if we can get rid of these intense cravings, these, these persistent cravings. So We'll be talking about food cravings on this episode, but this concept can pertain to other cravings as well, like a craving for alcohol, shopping, social media, Netflix, anything that you crave, these same strategies can be used. Um, Okay, so what is a craving? A craving is a strong desire or urge for something. It's often very specific, such as a particular food or drink or experience. And cravings can be driven by various factors, including physiological and psychological or social influences. Now, there is no cut and dry model of a craving. They are very individual to each person, their environment, you know, their life experiences and their physical health, right? So everybody has their own experience with cravings. So what causes cravings? Now, food cravings can be caused by a variety of factors, and that can include nutritional deficiencies. So where your body may crave certain foods if it's lacking a specific nutrient like sodium, calcium, iron, or protein. 
Um, you might have uh, certain cravings for like very salty foods if you don't have enough sodium or you're dehydrated. Okay. Um, another thing that may cause your cravings are hormonal changes. So hormonal fluctuations like those experienced during uh, menstruation, pregnancy, or menopause, these can influence your cravings. And then we have emotional factors. Um, emotional factors, uh, things like stress, anxiety, boredom, and other emotions, which can trigger cravings for comfort food like mac and cheese, chips, cookies, ice cream. And then another cause for craving is conditioning, right? And this is where we associate certain foods with pleasurable experiences or emotions. And this can lead to cravings for those foods. Um, say, this is a really classic one, like you go to a movie and you get popcorn. Ever since you were a little kid, you've always gotten popcorn at the movie. You have been conditioned to go to movie, eat popcorn, go to movie, eat popcorn. So you're like standing outside, you're just in the car, maybe even getting ready to go to your driving to the movie theater, or maybe you're walking into the movie theater. And all of a sudden you're just like, I really want some popcorn. That's conditioning. It's because you associate the movie theater with the popcorn. Okay. And then we have environmental cues that can cause cravings. So seeing, smelling, or being exposed to certain foods can trigger cravings, especially if they're readily available or they're associated with a positive experience. Also, we can see logos of food companies or packaging and start to crave the food. Like McDonald's, right? We may see the golden arches and then we start to crave french fries. <laughs> all it takes we just need to see the golden arches and we're like i want some french fries um and then something else that can cause your cravings is a habit so when we consume certain foods on a regular basis this can create habits and cravings for those foods so as you can see cravings are complex and they can be influenced by a combination of physiological psychological and environmental factors so now that we understand what a craving is and the different causes of our cravings, let's talk about the habit loop. Now, um, the habit loop, and I'm going to be using uh, James Clear's habit loop, and he is the author of Atomic Habits, and it consists of four parts. We have the cue, the craving, the response, and the reward, and it goes in a circle. Right, so if you had almost like four quadrants and one, one quadrant had the cue, the next quadrant had craving, the next quadrant had response, and the next quadrant had reward, and you would just kind of cycle between all of those. So it's a habit loop, right? It goes in a circle. Okay, so let's dive into that. So number one is the cue. This is the trigger that initiates the habit. It could be a specific time of day, a location, an emotional state, or any other environmental or internal signal. So for example, my to-do list is too long. I feel overwhelmed, right? I have my to-do list and it's just like, oh my God, how am I going to get all of this done? This is impossible. I feel overwhelmed. Okay, so I have a cue. Next, um, the next phase is craving. 
the cue that leads to a craving, which is a desire or a urge to perform the habit, right? I have that desire. I'm like, oh, like I have that overwhelm as my cue. And so I have that desire or an urge. This craving is driven by the anticipation of the reward associated with the habit. So for example, um, I'm overwhelmed. I want something sweet right now. Okay, I'm thinking of like the ice cream in the freezer. Yum. Like I, I like that feel good. It's like, ooh, the ice cream feel, you know, sounds good, right? And so it creates that craving, that desire. And then next we have the response. So the third phase is the response. The response is the actual behavior or action that creates the habit. It's the routine or series of actions that the individual performs in response to the cue and craving. So for example, um, I have that cue of overwhelm. I have the craving for something sweet. And my response is look in the pantry, grab something sweet to eat, like chocolate chips, and eat it. Okay, so my response is looking for something sweet and eating it. And then that brings us to the fourth and final part, which is reward. And um, our response leads us to the reward, which is the outcome or the benefit that, uh, that satisfies the craving and reinforces the habit loop. Uh, the reward provides positive reinforcement and increases the likelihood of the habit being repeated in the future. So for example, you have the chocolate chips and the reward is that pleasure of the taste and texture of the chocolate chips, right? AKA the dopamine. So um, essentially you forget about the overwhelming to-do list for a moment and you're like, oh, this feels good. Yummy chocolate chips. I love this texture. It tastes so good, right? And so then when I get overwhelmed again, right? That's my cue. And then I go through that whole cycle again. I have the cue, overwhelm, my craving. I want something sweet. My response, I go to the pantry and grab something sweet and eat it. And then my reward is the taste of the food, the dopamine release that I get, the feel good in my body. The forget, um, I don't say the forget, forgetting of, but like that numbing of that negative emotion, the overwhelm. Okay, so these four components form a loop, like I said, um, with the rewards serving as feedback to the brain. So it's basically like the brain is like, ooh, yummy, that's really good. Do it again. Okay, so I eat the chocolate chips, I get the dopamine, your brain's like, yes, do this again. And it reinforces the connection between the cue, the craving, the response, and then the overall habit. So when we understand our habits and our habit loop, we can create, change, or break a habit. And oftentimes our cravings become habits, right? The more we do it, the more it is reinforced and will become second nature. Okay, so I know I mentioned dopamine, so let's look into dopamine's role in cravings. Um, and the habit loop, right? So dopamine plays a key role in the brain's reward system, which contributes to the feeling of pleasure and reinforcement when we perform activities like eating. 
When we eat food high in sugar, fat, or salt, our brain releases dopamine, leading to feeling of pleasure and reward. Now, this process can contribute to food cravings, right? As our brains associate certain foods with pleasure and may drive and motivate us to seek them out, right? That's why we seek out these highly pleasurable foods because they are giving us dopamine. Our brain likes it. Our brain is like, yes, this food will keep us, you, keep you alive for a very long time. However, it's important to note that food cravings are not solely driven by dopamine, but they can also be influenced by various other factors that I mentioned before, like things like stress, hormones, habits, and environment, okay? But, but dopamine does play a role. So now that we understand our habit loop and the role of dopamine and how it influences our cravings, let's look at ways to allow our cravings. So these persistent, sorry, persistent cravings that we can't seem to get rid of. And know too that your cravings are a signal, right? They are telling you something that something is out of balance, right? There's something in your body, in your life that's out of balance. So it's so important to listen to them and see what they are telling you, okay? What we don't want to do with our cravings is resist or avoid it, right? I call this white knuckling it through our cravings. It's like holding a beach ball underwater. It will work for a bit, but then you eventually lose balance. Um, you lose balance and you get like fatigued, right? You're just like tired and the beach ball shoots up in the air. You can resist your cravings for a while, but they eventually come back stronger and more persistent. Okay? And then we give into the cravings, we eat all the food. So what do we do with our cravings? Now, I want to share four strategies with you on how to handle and manage these persistence cravings. And these four strategies are ones that I have used and that I share with my clients to help them reduce their cravings. And as I was going through, like I said earlier, as I was going through these four strategies and just my notes in general about these persistent cravings that are just really kind of like, um, ingrained in us i realized that i had way too much content way too much information to share with you for one episode so i'm breaking this into two episodes and the you know like i said the first episode we deconstructed cravings where they came from how they affect your body the habit loop and in the next episode i'm going to share the four strategies to help you reduce and conquer those persistent cravings okay so make sure you tune into next week you are not going to want to miss these strategies if you struggle with cravings um, they are going to help you really dive into and deconstruct your cravings for yourself right it's it's much different from what you've probably ever heard from any weight loss program any diet out there and even some health coaches right because we don't we usually get this this 
um, message that we're, we should just avoid them, resist them, you know, try and just like get around them, right? That's not working, my friends, okay? And so I'm going to share four strategies that will help you, that will get to the root cause of your cravings, okay? So don't miss it. Okay, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I greatly appreciate it. And like I said, join me next week where I share you share with you the four strategies you need to help you conquer your persistent cravings. Okay, until next week, see y'all.